bartender knows what we want. We're a regular, everyday, two-for-one family, keeping each other from thinking too much. Someone's always buying if you ain't got money, cause everyone needs drinking buddy. We are back. And uh, I guess we'll introduce ourselves, and then I can't wait any longer for my big announcement. Okay. So, let's see. I am Dalton Knox, and I am a third grade Mr. Citizenship of the Year Award recipient. <laughs> I'm Chase Mayfield, and I am a... Oh, I'm drawing a blank now. <laughs> that recipient. <laughs> yeah, dude, you weren't no Mr. Citizenship. No, I wasn't. All right, so... I uh, want to start us off with a big announcement. Oh, shit. Because I can't wait. Okay. And I've been hiding this from you all week. This is the issue, which we kind of covered on the last podcast, is uh, we hang out so much that I don't want to use my best stuff <laughs> um, until we get in the studio. Yeah. But from here on out, after this week, booze reviews, C&D's booze reviews. We'll have a five-minute airtime on Coyote Radio 93.9 every week. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> shit. We're going to be on the, ra- on the radio. Fuck yeah, dude. So it's kind of cool. We were I didn't even ask about it. I didn't ask for it. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, so, you know, I'm doing, uh, well, it'll, it'll already happen after this airs, but this weekend, coming up weekend, I'm doing stuff for the radio for the oh, yeah. Howard Fall Festival. And so I was talking to that guy that owns the radio station, and... Uh, you know, I was asking him some advice on the podcast thing because he's very tech savvy and obviously mm-hmm. he's got some expertise in this stuff. A lot better than we are. Yeah. And uh, so he was giving me some pointers and he's going to show me some stuff. And uh, he goes, well, I'll tell you what, why don't you just send me audio from your podcast every week and we'll just put it in the everyday programming. <laughs> well, so we got to use our clean well, material. Yeah, what, we'll, what we'll do is after <laughs> we do the, the podcast, we'll when we're editing, we'll sit down and we'll try to chunk out like a good you know, three or four minutes, it's clean, funny, good stuff, and that's going to help us reel in some listenership, I hope. Yeah, I mean, it can't hurt. No, which actually, you know, we kind of touched on this last week, too. I'm pleasantly surprised at the amount of listens that we've had up to this point, mainly because we're not really marketing, you know. <laughs> at all, really. I mean, we yeah. put stuff on our Facebook page, but that's it. Uh, it's a lot of word of mouth, and... We're projected to have, I mean, uh, I can show you the semantics. We're we're looking pretty good. And this is only our fourth week, so. So, hell yeah, dude, we're doing something. So, once we, if we can get some more marketing options, like get on the radio. <laughs> because, like, not everybody's friends with us on Facebook. Yeah. So, if someone hears that, um, then obviously I'm still jumping through hoops trying to get us on other platforms. But today we're experiencing with video. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we're going to put out this particular video because it's our first time trying it, but. So hopefully we'll be on YouTube soon and Yeah, dude, once we get on there we can That's this is yeah. We're we're we told you guys, come along with us on the ride. We're gonna get it there eventually. We just gotta keep grinding it out. <laughs> yeah. Stay consistent, invest time and obviously invest money, which we've a little we've bit done. of money, yeah. Uh if you're you can't see the studio, but we have a TV in here now. Yeah, we got a stand. We got a uh some deco some decor. Uh, TV stand that's plugged into the computer, so if we need to look up a movie scene, yeah, whatever, man, we got we're we're like a full fledged podcast now, almost, yeah, almost. But, we're, uh, we're getting there though. I'm also surprised, which I'll get into this later after we talk about the movie. But I'm also surprised of, of a few people that have come up to me and been like, "I've listened to every episode." Oh, that's awesome! And it's people that I'm like, I could see them listening to my radio show, yeah, but I didn't realize they were podcast people. Uh, and that happened last night, but I'll talk about that later. So. Okay. So we're off to a good jump, man. I'm excited. Let's keep this up. Yeah, I'm Let's, having uh, fun with this too. So yeah. Well, uh, you want to start out with uh, telling everybody what movie we watched this week? Okay. So the movie this week we chose a film that I think we both enjoy quite a bit, and the movie is Green Book. It is. Um, let's see. I w- I watched this today. So we're recording today's Thursday. I watched this uh, Tuesday because I wanted it to be fresh on the brain. Oh, I typed in. 
Look at this. We're already using our TV. Yeah, there we go. Um, I wanted to look up the cast. Yeah, I looked it up last night, and I got to tell you, it is packed. Yeah, it's – and uh, this movie won an Oscar. Yeah, best picture. Two of the actors were nominated. One of them won. So, who I wanted – I wanted to start off, like, uh, Vigo Mortensen. Mortensen, Mortensen yeah. Um, who He plays Tony Lip. Yeah. In the movie, right? Uh, he's also in one of my favorite movies, Hidalgo. Uh, mm-hmm. But Tony Lip, this is going to come as a surprise to you. That actual person – Became an actor. Yeah. Do you know what he was in? Yeah, he was in The Sopranos, wasn't he? Holy shit, you already knew all this. Yeah, I did a little research last night, Yeah, he played uh, Carmine in The Sopranos. Yeah. He was in, briefly, in The Godfather and The Goodfellas. Yeah, he's mainly, obviously, mainly gangster movies. Yeah, well, he's... He know. was a big, a big Italian man. So, I don't know, when I saw that, I was very, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> it <was> like, <laughs> it's quite the journey he went on, that's but, for sure. Uh, Anyway, so the movie, if you haven't seen it, is it's a uh, tale as old as time. Two people from completely different backgrounds shouldn't be friends. I guess um, we should set the time stage, sure. too. 1962. 62, yeah. yeah. And obviously, uh, there's segregation going on. Well, uh, Mahershal Ali's character, I can't think of him. Dr. Dr. Donald Shirley. Donald Shirley, yeah. He was a world-renowned pianist. And so he hires uh, Tony Lip, the real guy, this really happened, to be his bodyguard, basically, as they went through the Deep South at the time. Yeah, to do piano concerts. Yes. So obviously there's a lot, you know, it is based on a true story, and there's a lot of parts about the movie that are contradictory. Like all these rich white people are hiring this black guy, this genius, to come down and play piano. But mm-hmm. they won't let him eat there in the venue or anything like or that. Or use the restroom. Or, yeah. 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 Which is crazy because all they do is kiss his ass, you know, as soon as he gets in there. Like, what a great honor it is to have you. And then he's like, I need to use the toilet. And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's an outhouse outside. That's that's where you go, boy. Yeah. It's, a, yeah. <laughs> and there's it, while it is a very dramatic movie, there's a lot of comedy in this thing, too. There is. Yeah. And which naturally is going to happen when you have – you know, people of two different backgrounds, and and the doctor he has um very how do I say this uh he has particular mannerisms. He's very well mannerized and he's super educated. Yeah, and he yeah he uses big words, and then <laughs> so he's the smart guy, and then you got Tony Lip, who's this pretty uneducated street kid from the Bronx, if I remember right. Yeah, yeah. and just doesn't speak right and like some of the funny parts was you know and I also so his son tony lips actual son was a co-writer on this yeah. movie um so which leads you to believe that most of it's probably pretty true from what i understand it's mostly factual yeah obviously there's some stuff drummed up for movies yeah but um one of the funnier parts is you know he's smoking like crazy mm-hmm. and they're driving and you know, Shirley goes, you know, do you always have to smoke or no smoke in the car? And he goes, I don't know what you're upset about. I'm the one doing all the work here. It's my lungs, you know. But it's funny because just how different the times were because this is the early 60s. Mm-hmm. And it's like you're just everything, like almost every scene that he's in in that movie, he's smoking a cigarette. Yeah. I mean, in concert halls, in the hospital, in the, in the police station, like in the police cell. It should smoking. also be stated, too, that at the beginning of the movie, Tony Lip is – racist yeah yeah and throughout this journey he sees the hardships that uh dr shirley goes through and really changes his point of view with well they life. didn't necessarily paint him as like a clans member type no 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 he just was uncomfortable he was definitely uncomfortable around black people yeah and uh because there's a scene where these black guys are working on their floor mm-hmm. and like all the italians in his house are giving him grief over having <coughs> black people do the work or whatever yeah and the, his wife offers him a glass of water, and you can see he throws those glasses in the trash mm-hmm. after they drink out of them. Yeah, and the whole movie, though, it's shot beautifully. Oh, yeah. it's The plot is really good. And like Dalton said, there is a lot of comedy in this, with also, for the times, there is a lot of drama and things that happen throughout the course of the movie. Well, and I, I think the beauty of it is both of them are, are guilty of being – 
judgmental and like yes. using stereotypes, right? Like they're driving through Kentucky and Tony Lips like, holy crap, Kentucky Fried Chicken in Kentucky. And he stops and Mahershala Ali is disgusted that he's eating with his hands. Yeah. And, stuff. and he's like, this is your people's food. You love fried chicken. And he goes, no, I don't. <laughs> he's like, I've never met anybody who doesn't like fried chicken. And then he ends up trying. Convincing him. Yeah, yeah. And he eats the fried chicken and they actually have like a little bit of What's fun. Also super funny about that scene is he throws the chicken bone out the wing mm-hmm. or out the window. Yeah. And the doctor goes, stop the car right well, now. Well, what happened was he goes, what do we do with the bones? And Tony Lip goes, this. And he throws them out the window. <laughs> and Mahershala Ali starts to kind of chuckle and he throws the chicken bone out the window. But then he, uh, Tony Lip throws his cup out the window. Yeah. And then he goes, stop the car, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Makes him go back. Yeah. So that's like the, they only let you go so far. And like, um, it can't be understated too how. It portrays him as a genius mm-hmm. in his own right. Like when he gets behind the keys, is it's one of the cooler scenes. Is he just you know destroys play. the piano? Yeah, and it's just it's crazy that. Well, first of all, he took the job because he needed money because he was a bouncer at the club and the club was shutting down for renovations. Tony, that is. So yeah, yeah and at that time, white people, you don't go work for a black man. No, you know, but he swallowed his pride pretty quickly because he needed to take care of his family. Yeah, and he was at, uh, what, the Copacabana? Is that what yeah, it was? Yeah, the club. Yeah. And so he's getting, everywhere they go, they stop. Well, Tony Lip can stay in one hotel. For sure, these guys yeah. stay in another. And that green book was a legitimate book. That told you the. Where black people were welcome, on, like a traveler's guide yeah. for black folks. Like where, where they, they could, could eat, stay. where they could stay. Yeah. Which is crazy that that is even a thing. Or that was, was a thing. Was a thing, yeah. And after doing research after the movie about this, because, you know, we talked about it when we did Tombstone. Sometimes it's not a good idea to go research after yeah, a they true embellish story. And, yeah. But uh, so I was doing some research. So the only thing that I saw that was probably not true, and I think they did it for the movie's sake, was they condensed the trip down to, what was it, eight, eight weeks? Uh, I think it was like something like two months. Two yeah, months. Yeah. Well, it was actually like a year and a half. Yeah. But they took a Christmas break. But the movie is better if you end it on Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. yeah. So, other than that, everything seemed to be pretty true, except, so I, I don't remember, I read a letter that somebody wrote, because it kind of makes it seem like in the movie he's just estranged from his family and mm-hmm. self-loathing and stuff. I think his siblings came out and said that that wasn't really true. Like, he wasn't just, he was a tormented so, soul. from what I read, it was... There's controversy over that because some people say that that's really how it was, and then his siblings are saying, "No, that's not how it was." Yeah. So I, who's to believe? Who knows what? I think it's crazy that they, they both died within like a year of each other too. Mm-hmm. And uh, Doctor Shirley actually lived above Carnegie Hall, yeah. which he was not able to play at because he was black at yeah, the time. It's crazy. And then, like I think it was years later, he actually went down and played at Carnegie Hall. Yeah, he did. Man. But it wasn't. I think he was like kind of an older man. At yeah, that he point. was. He was getting up in age at that. But point. I did see that he was very, because it also kind of says in the movie. You know, he's like, well, I'm not, I'm not black enough to be black. I'm not white enough to be white. Like mm-hmm. he was just this tormented in between guy. But he was pretty uh, impactful in the civil rights movement. Like he marched in Selma with Dr. King. So I, there's a scene in the movie where they're in jail because they get arrested. Yeah. I guess he really did do that and yep. really knew Robert F. Kennedy, who at the time was the general attorney, mm-hmm. and got them out of jail. It's wild. It's just badass move. <laughs> Which, uh, and the reason they found themselves in jail was because the police called Tony Lip mm-hmm. a racial slur for being Italian. Yeah, and he punched him in the and mouth. And that's what he was trying to tell me. He's like, I go through this shit every day. <laughs> you know, so that was kind of a cool, like, I think he understood at that moment. Yeah. Like, oh, because he even says the whole movie, he's like, how does he deal with this? You know, they treat him like garbage. They treat him but like they shit. throw roses at him you yeah. know, when he's done playing. And then he just packs up his stuff and he goes and does it every single day. He's like, I don't understand how he deals with this. And then the one time he runs into any racial controversy, he flips his freaking lid. Yeah. And punches a police officer. Mm-hmm. So it's just interesting, the perspectives. But it's all around. I mean, dude, honestly, four out of five for me. It's a great movie. Oh, yeah. I it, It's one of those movies I can rewatch. Not like all the time, but yeah. like. You know, if it's on TV, I'll sit down and watch it. Well, I probably hadn't seen it since it came out. Came out. Because, you know, usually what me and Chase 
try to do. It's gotten a little worse these past couple years just because the Oscars suck. Mm-hmm. But usually when the Oscar noms come out, if it's movies that we haven't seen, we usually try to get together and watch them. And I believe this was one of the ones that we did. I sit, know we watched. We, it we sat down and watched this one. And I remember me and you after the movie was over. Like, yeah, I can see why that one best picture. It, it is a really good movie. And I was glad I, you know, uh, Vigo was nominated. Yeah. For our lead actor. Yeah. Because, I mean, they really, I mean, I guess he's he got really, more screen time. He really is the yeah, lead of the, the movie. Yeah, he's the main. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Mahershala Ali won his second Oscar. Yeah. For best supporting. Be- best supporting. And I believe the year best actor, uh, I think, went to Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody. I, I believe you are correct. Which Rami deserved that Oscar. Yeah, he was. because I mean, first of all, the, that movie was good. But him transforming into Freddie, Freddie Mercury, Mercury was, was pretty insane. crazy. Yeah. yeah. But dang, it's like. Oh, and then I did see Vigo's been nominated like eight times. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. And so he was on the Jimmy. Because then I went on a YouTube dive, you know, to watch the. Yeah, I went down a little rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was on like Kimmel or someone. And they're like, has he been nominated eight times? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, and eight times I get to just look at the camera and clap and act like I'm happy <laughs> for everybody. And, and he goes, do you uh, write an acceptance speech anymore? And he goes, I don't really see the point in it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm just there. Yeah, well, if it happens, it happens. Like, Dang, man. I hope that guy gets another nod at some point. You know, it took me a while to realize that's who played Aragorn in Lord of yeah, the Rings. Yeah, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And I was like, no wonder I fucking love this guy in this movie. He's a good actor. But, dude, have you seen Hidalgo? No, I don't think I have. Oh, my God. It's one of my favorites. We should have talked about it last week when we were doing cowboy movies. Because it's not really a Western. So the whole deal is he's like this greatest horseman in the United States. I, I haven't seen it in a long time. Mm-hmm. But there's some big horse race that happens in like Saudi Arabia or whatever. And it's basically oh, like, yeah, you know the, what is it, the Ichabod, the dog race, in, yeah. where it's like weeks? Yeah. It's like that. But you got to use the same horse, and you travel, and you stay the night, and it's through this harsh desert. The Sahara? Yeah. And so, like, he shows up in, like, a cowboy hat and was with just his everyday horse <laughs> and, like, saddlebags. And it's a really cool movie. That sounds badass. Yeah. I don't I don't think it's based on a true story. But, I mean, it could be. I don't know. I mean, they, you know, they every movie I see about the Middle East, they're always on horses. And they seem to be pretty good horsemen. So, maybe yeah, that is a thing. I don't know. But, anyway, that's a great movie. But it's not really a Western. But, you know, yeah. he's, he's the cowboy. Yeah. So, but anyway, yeah, he's a great actor. And then obviously Mahershala Lee, dude. Mm-hmm. He's, and he's been around a long time, too. I didn't realize, like, I don't remember what I was watching. I was watching some movie from, like, the 80s the other day or late, maybe early 90s. N- 90s, maybe. And I was all young Mahershala Lee, and I was like, what? He yeah. didn't have a big role. Ah, damn, I wish I could remember that. Well, who cares? But anyway, he's been around a long time, and he's got two Oscars. Yeah, and he's he deserves them. He's good. Well... Well, maybe not so much for Moonlight. He he was in the movie for like four but, minutes. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's all he needs to get a best supporting, which he was good in the movie. I'll give him that. The movie just, sucked. I didn't like the movie, but I thought Mahershal was good. I thought La La Land should have won that year, but whatever. Yeah, whatever. Remember that? Yeah, that was a whole mm-hmm. fiasco. But uh, I'm excited to see Mahershal Lee play Blade, too. Oh, yeah. He's going to be awesome. I just hope they don't mess it up. It's going to be tough because Marvel now with Disney, they don't really um, – it's, it's kind of hard to do a character like Blade Justice because he's – you know, he kills vampires. So I don't, I don't know how they're going to do that. I don't know. I'm excited. I'll watch it though for sure. I uh, <coughs> I like him. I like Mahershala Lee. But uh, yeah. Yeah, good movie. I would highly recommend it to anyone listening. If you haven't seen it, go check out Green Book. It's a great movie. And I don't think you'll be disappointed. No. You know, and I have a hard time, like, when we talk about these movies. Like, listen, you just know from here on out, we're going to spoil shit for you. Like, it's just, it's, we're reviewing a movie. Yeah. Like, I mean, it can't not spoil the movie for you. And, well, luckily with this one, uh, I don't think we gave too much away. Just kind of a couple scenes here and there. Yeah, but it's also not one of those movies that it's like, you're hanging on the edge of your seat wondering how it's going to end. I mean, you see this relationship develop. Yeah. You kind of know. Like, there's things that happen that you're like, oh, yeah. did not see that coming. Yeah. Uh, like in the YMCA when he got caught with another man or mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, so, I didn't know he was gay. Yeah, it just kind of. And But that's another thing where you, where you use stereotypes from Hershel Lee's character. Yeah. Because uh, 
Tony Lip goes, I told you not to go anywhere without me. So he goes in this YMCA because he's just having kind of a rough day, a rough time, and he's gay, but you don't know that. Yeah. And he's going in there because bathhouses, going to flirt with some guys, stuff like that. And he got caught in the South, and he's black. And got the shit beat out of him. Yeah. And then they, so they call Tony Lip, and he comes and bribes the police officers to let him go. Gets him out of which trouble. Which did happen. It did happen, yeah. And uh, so they start arguing about it because he's like, I told you not to go anywhere. And he's like, I thought maybe this would be the exception because he thinks that Tony Lip is going to be a homophobe. Yeah. And he goes, I've been working nightclubs in the Bronx for 20 years. He goes, you're not doing nothing I haven't seen before. Get in the car. <laughs> so he doesn't care. Yeah, he doesn't care. And then like you kind of see Mahershala Ali like, I think that was kind of the moment in the movie where he starts the real at him. friendship develops. Yeah, he starts looking at him like, okay. And then when he thinks that he's gonna go make connections with the mob, Mahershala Ali is like struggling with it, and he goes to his room and he goes, "I'll give you a raise. I'll do this. Please don't do that," because he cares about him. Yeah. He looks at him. He's like, "I'm going down there to tell him that I'm not doing it. <laughs> Chill out. You told me you pay me 125. That's still the deal." Yeah. Uh, but yeah, then they become good buds and stayed lifelong friends. Yeah, it's. It really is a great movie, like, great story. Yeah, and the it's cool, a real feel-good story. And the cool fact is that the son had all the letters and everything mm-hmm. that his dad and Dr. Shirley ever wrote. And Because this movie probably would have never been made had it not been for... The son, yeah. The son that somehow found his way into Hollywood and was like, yo. Yeah, and just a kick-ass, you know, a really cool story that his son had the... I guess foresight to see, like, hey, this could be a really cool story someday. Yeah. And it was probably an easy one to tell, too. Which I did read last night that Dr. Shirley told him he was fine with him making a movie about their lives together. But he said, wait until I die before you make it a movie. Dude, and both those guys died within like six months of each other in Mm -hmm. 2013. Yeah. Like, I don't remember who died first, but one of them died. I think it was Tony, maybe? And then like a few months later, the other one died. Yeah. That's crazy. Good friends, man. Yeah, I don't think through the research that I did, like, they were like they were best friends. No, their whole life, but they were friends their whole life still. Yeah, then they didn't. You know, I think they kept in touch with each other, but not like oh, yeah, not like hung oh, out. Oh, holiday time. and yeah. you know, a Christmas every year, stuff like that. Well, and also, I when Vigo was doing that interview with Kimmel or somebody, he said that he went over to Tony Lip's family because mm-hmm. he wanted to know who to get because, to understand. Because he's man. not Italian himself. And he's no, like, he goes. I got this call. They wanted me to play this kind of greasy-haired Italian guy. <laughs> and he, so, anyway, he goes over there, and he says, you know, they brought out all this food, and it was like one course after the next. That after the course, next. man. <laughs> and he was like, he said he was so full, he couldn't do any more. And then they bring out another course, and he's like, ugh. And he just only eats a little bit. And one of the guys is like, hey, what, you don't like the meatballs? And he goes, no, I'm just, and she's like, ah, hey, take a, Take him back. You don't like the meatballs. I told you you overcooked the meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> like, like just your stereotypical Dude, Italian dinner. I am always in. I always was so envious. I wish we had an Italian friend like like that. Like growing up, right. where we would I just go too. to their mom's house and get fed like kings. And so then he said, when he was sitting down having the dinner, one of the guys says, "Like, hey, I'm playing your dad in the movie." And he goes, "Like, oh, I didn't know that." And he goes, yeah, I'm your dad in the movie. He's like, cool. And another guy goes, yeah, and I'm your brother-in-law or I'm your brother. <laughs> and he goes, okay. And then he, so he said when he left, he called the producer or the director, and he's like, man, I didn't know you are putting this guy's actual family in the movie. And he goes, who told you that? <laughs> and he goes, they just told me that. So they were never asked to be in the movie. They just started they strong arm their way into the movie. <laughs> so his family that's always at his house in the movie is actually, actually his family. Tony Lip's freaking family. That's awesome. Isn't that hilarious? That's awesome. I think the only one that's not is the uh, comedian, Sebastian, uh, is that his name? Stan? No, not Sebastian Stan. Here, do I still have it on Google? Or Shaw. Uh, no, yeah, Sebastian Ma- uh, Maniscalco. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's the only one that's like not actually genuinely related. <laughs> that's awesome. But that is like everything I hope traditional Italians actually are. Just strong arm their way into a movie. Dude, we gotta make a friend from New York or something. I know. Well, we never get out of Kansas. <laughs> That's true. There's not many of those folks running around in rural Kansas. <laughs> That's true. I mean, we do have one Italian friend, but he sucks compared to these people. Yeah. Well, he's not a New York Italian, you know. No, but he's definitely not Italian. He definitely is. That yeah, is factual. He's got the hair gel. If he, <laughs> yeah. I just wish he had the accent. Nah, it's it's just not there. Yeah, he did tell me one time that. The spaghetti that I like is shit. <laughs> I was like, 
was like, I'll take that from you, okay? But if any non-Italian tells me that my spaghetti's shit, I'd be pretty upset about it. I mean, he would know, I guess, right? Well, I mean, he probably, you know, it was on a smaller scale, but I'm sure he grew up yeah. eating Italian food and stuff Yeah, like that, for so. sure. But, um, so that, that was just a fun little fact about the movie that I made me chuckle when I researched it. So, so far we're two for two with true movies doing research on them and not yeah, being get, severely disappointed. Now we gotta get back to one that I guess we just, I, I don't know, we don't like, I guess, I don't know. You know, I have this idea, I don't know when we should do I think we should wait until we're further down the road. And once we get this video stuff worked out, but I want to get a whiteboard and I want us to have a bracket of it's, movies. That, no, no, no. Or what? Who's the best action star of all time? Oh, because Jesus. this is going to make us argue. Yeah. Fuck yeah, Will. I think it'd be a fun podcast because <laughs> I did this once for fun in my basement years ago with another buddy and he doesn't really even know movies that well. And I wanted to, we got in a fight. Like I wanted to kick his ass because <laughs> I was not. First of all, well, okay, I'll just say that his nominations and my nominations were going into the first They should have never been pitted against each other in the first round of the bracket. Okay. I mean, I don't exactly remember, but for example, you can't put Keanu Reeves, John freaking Wick, okay, in round one against, like, Vin Diesel. Because... Well, actually, you could do that. Yeah. Okay, so you can't put, like, Keanu Reeves against, like... Bruce Willis. Jet Li or somebody like that. Yeah. That's, that's not a first-round fight. No, that's, like, a later round. That's a later-round fight. You gotta set up, like... Yeah, but he was, like... Because I, I asked him, we got in, I was like, who do you think the best action star of all time is? And he said someone, and I was like, yeah. And then I said someone, and he's like, oh, he would definitely kick his ass in a fight. And I was like, let's just draw up a fucking bracket, and let's see. But then he was putting his heavy hitters up in the first round against my heavy hitters. It just doesn't work out that way. Yeah, that's So bullshit. this is going to take some preparation, some nominations on both sides, <laughs> and then figure out where they – we'd have to rank like a loose ranking, kind of like like the NCAA tournament. But I don't necessarily want to put – 30. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we'll just have to – and some guys might have to be exempt. Maybe. You know, but I think it would be a fun idea. <laughs> I think we'll get into a very heated argument. We could that. definitely uh, probably swing that one of these days. I don't see why not, but yeah. Well, what? Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. We uh, got to figure out a good movie for next week. I think we, let's see, we've done. Dude, should we ask, like, just. I would love some suggestions. Some suggestions and yeah. see if maybe. Well, okay. We did do that to one of our friends. And we talked about him last week. JP, he's got a podcast. Yeah. The one and only show. Check it out. We've both been on there. Yeah, we have. It's been fun. It kind of really kick-started our, our – we've always wanted to do this podcast, but we just kind of – Well, he kind of like – was just like well, – Lit a fire under us. Yeah, he lit a fire under us and kind of just told us, hey, fucking do it. And we're like, all right, well, here we, are. here we go. So he recommended some Spanish horror movie <laughs> uh, because I told him – because I, I think it would be funny, since we don't speak Spanish, to watch a movie fully in Spanish. And try to understand exactly. try to figure out what, what the, the going fuck's on. going on. I think that would be funny. <coughs> and then he comes up with some horror movie. I love all movies. Dalton, I hate horror movies. Dalton is the biggest wimp when it comes to horror movies. Being scared is not an emotion I like to feel. And in normal, everyday life, it's not an emotion anybody wants to feel. So I think it's ludicrous. Do people spend money? That's the point, though. You want to get a little scared because you don't usually feel that every day in life. Why? I don't know. It makes you... Dude, there's some good horror movies I out there. I don't understand the appeal of horror movies, haunted houses. Dude, listen. I grew up in a kind of a scarier... It's a lot better now, but there's a little town that I lived in for a while that after dark got pretty freaking scary. Okay? <laughs> if I ever wanted to be scared, all I'd have to do was walk from my house to the pop machine at the city hall, which was about nine blocks. Okay, that's real fear. And I don't like it. <laughs> okay? So, I don't... It just doesn't make sense to me. And then, after I watch a scary movie, which I've not seen that many, I'm flipping every light on in the house, and I gotta go take a leak. <laughs> like, I'm hearing stuff. I'm just not good about Jesus it. Jesus Christ, what was that? I don't like it, dude. I don't like it. An old house creaks, and you're like, what was that? Dude, I don't like when it's late at night, and I'm on the worst streaming platform of all time, Hulu, because of the long-ass ads that they play, and it's the new Conjuring comes up every time they take a break in my show, (laughs) 
And I'm like, son of a bitch, like, stop it. <laughs> like, right now, the ad that's playing on such a loop is the new Exorcist. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I saw the original Exorcist. Didn't like it. <laughs> okay? You know who loved that movie? Jeffrey Dahmer. That should tell you everything you need to know about scary movies. I, lo- I personally love that movie as well. It's, uh, we, I just, I don't see, I just, I don't know, I don't know how we could, I could, I don't know how we could do that on here. I just. See, I think it'd be hilarious to do that on here. I wouldn't be good with it. <laughs> I mean, if I had to, I have enough people wanted that to happen. All right, listeners, do you want us to watch a horror movie so Dalton can shit his pants for like an hour and a half? Uh, try two weeks. Okay, two weeks. Yeah, I would not like that at all. Me and Shaylee watched a movie that wasn't even that scary one time. I can't. She and I didn't realize she was filming me. <laughs> God, what was it? I don't remember. But it was kind of. Oh, is that freaking Vince Vaughn movie where they switch bodies? Oh yeah. I don't remember what that was called. I I can't think of it off the top Listen, of my head. It wasn't that good. No. Okay. Even if you like scary movies, that one wasn't good. No. But I don't like the scary parts of it. <laughs> I yeah, I had some jump scares and I had some flip outs and I probably had had a few beers. What? what? When we were watching it and that didn't help at all. <laughs> uh dude, I okay, this is I'm telling on myself here, but that, you know, whatever. I uh wanted to have like a series of movies to watch because you know, sometimes you want a sequel or to to have a nice series to watch. It's like, oh, okay, this will keep me busy for a few evenings. Yeah. So I watched, uh, I ran out, like I had previously already seen Harry Potter. I uh, watched some series that I never thought I would ever watch. And I was like, Scott. So I, and I was like, let me just see what the freaking appeal is with the Twilight movies. Oh, God. Because when I was in high school. It was a big thing. Every chick had the Twilight book. They were wearing shirts or hoodies that said Team Jacob or Team Edward or whatever. So I was like. Some, they have to have something It here. was a worldwide phenomenon yeah. there for a minute. So I watched them. Watched them all. Not that good. Okay. <laughs> and I have some serious issues with it. But and I think it's the last one. So it's nighttime. And it's storming outside. Okay. And she, I think she becomes a vampire or something. But she's pregnant. But like the vampire baby, she's only pregnant for like six days. I don't really know. But like all she like her bones start breaking and stuff and it's disgusting and it's scary and when that happens like this thunderstorm's going on outside and I'm just like you know like, oh my God. I, I didn't like it. A fucking Twilight movie? Dude, I know, I didn't think it was scary. But here's the issues I have with Twilight. And so after I watched them all, I called she was my girlfriend then, now my fiance. But I called her and I was like, You like this shit? And she's like, oh, my God, I love them. And I was like, I think you're romanticizing it because of how they made you feel when you're, like, 15. Yeah. But the issues that I have is, first of all, when Edward and Bella meet, okay, she's 16. Okay? And he's, he's like, 197. He's 97 <laughs> years old. Okay? <laughs> Nobody ever thought that was weird. Okay? That is statutory rape at its finest. That's ridiculous. That'd be like if Clint Eastwood got with a 16-year-old. Yeah. And if he did... He deserves to be in jail, right? But it's okay because Edward looks 17. It's not okay. (laughs) That's my first issue. (coughs) Second issue, he falls in love with her, right? But they're not, like, dating. And she's just this weird... I mean, first of all, who's that actress? Uh, Kristen... Stewart? Stewart, yeah. She's a freaking weirdo. But he sneaks into her room and watches her sleep. She finds out about it. Yeah, that's pretty fucking creepy. She finds out about it and thinks it's romantic. <laughs> that's not romantic. That's also illegal. You can't do that. <laughs> I you just can't. Okay, so I don't like that. Though bit my butt. My... Little did I know the movies we were going to be bashing today is Twilight. <laughs> my biggest issue. My biggest issue is that when she so Jacob the werewolf guy. Yeah. Evidently they when they see a girl they imprint on them and that's the girl that they have to marry. That's the only girl they're ever going to love. That's the one. Okay. Okay. So. You know, movie five, they're like 18 or 19. At this point, Edward's 137. I don't know how old that fucking guy is. But she has the baby. Jacob holds this newborn baby and imprints on a baby. (laughs) What the fuck? And we're not going to say that that's weird or wrong? No, these books promote (laughs) pedophilia 
and some other weird shit. <laughs> and every girl in America, when we were like 15, was like, oh, I just want to find a guy like Edward or Jacob. You want to find a pedo that sneaks into your room in the middle of the night, watches you sleep and drool all over your pillow? Yeah. Or is attracted to babies? Holy fuck. We're about to piss a lot of people off. I don't give nobody ever <laughs> Nobody ever wants to talk about that. They want to talk about it as this great. And by the way, their relationship, super toxic. <laughs> okay he was very possessive okay anybody talked to her he was i don't know what he was gonna bite their neck or something okay like, it's just it's just a ridiculous idea for a movie i, I understand it was a book but parents really should have been safe Dude, those movies made a hell of a lot of money too yeah but they should have been parents should have been like oh let me just see what this book's all about oh oh because i think if more people would have understood maybe they'd say no <laughs> we're not gonna do this but every freaking girl in high school, that's probably why, I, you know, chicks weren't interested in me as I wasn't a 97-year-old vampire. We'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could, we could definitely go with that. But anyway, I don't know how I got onto that tear, but... Uh, well, um, want to take a commercial break real quick? We could do that. While I go grab a beer? Need a refill? What? All right, we'll be right back after these messages. Okay, we'll edit that. Well, whatever. <laughs> Had some technical difficulties here. We're also having technical difficulties with the videoing. Uh, like we said, experiment. We don't know what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we were talking about Twilight. I think I'm off that. I don't want to talk about that anymore. Actually, did you know, I don't know if this is true, but Fifty Shades of Grey was like a big deal, too. Mm-hmm. Somebody said that that was fan fiction for Twilight. <laughs> but I don't understand how, because I was forced to watch those movies, too. There's no vampires in that. I don't. I couldn't begin to tell you the only thing how like, there's a connection there. I have no fucking clue. Those movies got out of control. Did you watch them? No. I only watched. I watched the first one because I was like, "What's all? What's all the fucking hype about?" Dude, and one of them, she and gets it like, was terrible. Yeah, and one of them, she gets like kidnapped or shot. I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's like not. A, this is. I don't know, but it's hey. If ten girls like it, then it just blows up, and it's. I remember right. it was a book series too, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they, she uh, evidently, legend has it, she wrote the books after she read the Twilight books, and it was fan fiction. Oh, I don't know if that's true. Okay. Listen, I'll be honest. I don't know if what a lot of I that I say is true. Just because I believe it to be true, I might have made it up. I don't know. <laughs> In your head, it is mm-hmm. sure. I'd say ninety percent of the stuff I say is half true. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shoot, man. Yeah, this TV's pretty sick. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's cool once we can figure out the video shit. Yeah, we're just taking small steps. Um, So last night, this was what I was going to tell you. Uh, We went to Howard mm-hmm. to eat Poplar Pizza. Oh, fuck yeah. So anyway, like I said, this will air after it's done. Yeah. But this weekend, big fall fest. And Howard, it's a homecoming football game. I'll broadcast that on the radio. Yep. Saturday, I'm setting up, going live uh, from Main Street on the radio. Saturday night, I'm introducing the bands. Okay. I just got to stay away from that beer garden long <laughs> enough to get through it in front of all these people and not look completely stupid. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, Sundays, you know, we're going to be watching football. But um, we bought a cowhide. That we're going to brand at our wedding. Okay. And so, you know, my friend Canyon and Cutter Cole are opening up this, like, Western Boutique little shop there in Howard. Shout out. Yep. Grand opening is this weekend. And uh, so, anyway, I so I had to go up there and get the hide from them. Uh-huh. And they were working on the place. So, we ended up going over to Poplar Pizza, having a couple beers. What? Uh-huh. And eating. Uh, and Shaylee was there. But anyway, uh, Canyon goes, I've listened to every single podcast. Oh, fuck yeah. And I was like, really? Hell yeah. I mean, I'm glad. I'm, thank God. But I was just kind of surprised that, because I know she listens to me when I'm on the radio. Yeah. But I was, uh, I was surprised by that. Oh, that's great, dude. Yeah, I'm kind of trying to wonder, like. How many other people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, I that I wouldn't expect. Oh, I'm sure there's some, right? Uh, there's yeah, probably sure. got to be. Yeah, I would think. But, uh, yeah, I I wish that uh, this was a good advertisement for this weekend, but obviously it's going to be over. But I got some koozies I'm going to hand out. 
The C&D's Booze Reviews Koozies. Fuck yeah. We also just ordered a sick banner. Yeah, it's We're coming. Hang up in the studio. And yeah, it's starting to look more and more like a podcast studio. I mean, it's still a little dungeon y vibe, but I hey. I like it. I kinda, it's growing on me. Did you notice the signs I put up? Yeah, there? I did notice those. Those are yeah. cool. Oh, also, here's a. Sick movie poster. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, so for the listeners, this is a Rush Hour 3 movie poster that Genuine, we're going to be hanging up. Out of a movie theater. This, oh, hell yeah. This is going to be sick. Yeah. So I don't know where I got that. Huh? Either way, you got it. Had it for a long time. Fuck yeah. But. Hey, we're getting there. Yeah, dude. It's kind of exciting. It's it's coming together. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like I said, hopefully in this radio stuff, that's going to be cool. And then he's going to teach us how to do the video stuff a little bit better. What the hell's going on upstairs? Sounds like my child running. Yeah. That's a heavy baby, dude. Maybe Kelsey's chasing her. I have no idea. (laughs) But well, we went to a wedding this oh, last yeah, weekend. Oh yeah, let's talk about that. Actually, I do. I do want to say something about that. Okay. So, I got there Thursday. Yeah. Right. And Austin goes. I text Austin, like when I'm on the way, and I said, uh, "You got some cold beers?" And he goes, "Yeah." Hi. Yeah. He goes, "Yeah, man, I got some for you." And I was like, "Sweet." So we pull up. I open the fridge, and there's six bush lights in there. And I was like, dude. And so Shaylee and Tyann have to go to Walmart or something, get some last-minute wedding stuff. Uh-huh. So I call her because she conveniently had my wallet in the car and didn't tell me she was leaving. And I was like, grab my card and get, like, another 12-pack of Bush Light. And she goes, okay. And Austin goes, what, is six not enough? And I was like, how long have you known me? I think I'm just going to have six beers. <laughs> like, I'm not working tomorrow. It's vacation, basically. Yeah, dude. So then Friday, he has to renew his tags. Uh-huh. And he lives in Kansas City. Yeah. So it was a disaster. Oh, uh, I'm sure. So we get up super early to try to get there, like, right as they open. We go to one. Their system's down. And there's already, like, 30 to 40 people waiting outside the, the Motherfucker. Their system's down. So we have to go to downtown Kansas City. We go there. There's, like, I don't remember. the. There's, like, 104 people ahead of him in line because you, you check in on your phone. Uh-huh. So I was like, all right, well, I guess let's walk around and try to find somewhere to get breakfast or something. <laughs> so we're on foot. We get, like, two blocks away. Starts pouring down rain. Oh, shit. Yeah. So we finally find a bagel shop, some hipster bagel shop. <laughs> and he gets a bagel. I'm still hungry. I'm not eating a dumb bagel. I want bacon and eggs. <laughs> and then it starts raining harder. And then we're like, shit. So, you know, and, uh, who even owns an umbrella anymore? I sure as hell didn't have one. So we get soaked, and there's this dumb little convenience store, like, and I was like, I got to get a Red Bull or something, you know? Yeah. So I pull in, and also to get out of the rain. So as I'm opening the door, some dude at 7 o'clock in the morning is screaming at his girlfriend. Oh, shit. And I didn't even hear what it was about, but he was, like, berating her, like, you know, I'm sick of putting up with this dumb shit. Uh." Uh, And I was like. Damn, dude. God, like, damn, it's 7 o'clock in the morning? Yeah, and you're like, I wouldn't even want to do that in the privacy of my own home, but you're doing this <laughs> shit in the street like for everybody to see? And I look at Austin, he kind of looks at me, and I was like, I'm not getting involved, obviously. But I was like, God damn. And so I go in there, get my Red Bull, and I think like, What a wild like, city that is. I know, and then I get like a slice of pizza or whatever, and I come out, and he's still screaming at her. And uh, we got okay. out, and we went and sat in the car. And watched, like, an episode of that uh, Murdahl trial on uh, Netflix. Uh-huh. You know that, what that, what that's nah, about? Nah, I've the, seen it on there, but I don't know. The Alec Murdahl stuff? Huh. Well, so essentially, there's two seasons of it. I watched the first season a while ago, and it just so happened, and I had I didn't know nothing about it. And then as soon as I finished the first season, I was like, God dang, that shit was wild. <laughs> well, then I get on Twitter, like, the next day. And there's an actual trial going on about Holy what shit. happens in the documentary. I was like, that's pretty great timing. No shit. So I won't. I don't want to ruin it for you because actually I think you'd like it. But these kids, I think it's like South Carolina. One of them's rich as hell. Very privileged. I think I have seen the trailer. Right. So they get drunk. They go on a boat. They wreck. A girl goes missing. She ends up dying. And the, his family like owns the law. In this county, like go back to like his great great like the richest. They're like the the biggest attorneys in town. Like everything that happens, it goes away. Gotcha. So then, the further on you get it, so you're, 
you know, you watch that and you're like, well, that's enough. That's shitty that this girl just like died and everybody's like looking for justice and they're like, yeah, not going to happen. I mean, good uh, luck. <laughs> and then it's like, holy crap. And then the, the further along you keep watching, like bodies keep dropping. Like people just keep dying. Holy and you're shit. Like, what the hell? And it's all connected to his family somehow. And then. So they're just offing people like they're in the mob or something? Well, you're kind of like, you know, you're like, what's going on? And then at the end, some more bodies drop, and you're like, jaw drops. And you're like, holy cow. Well, then, the trial goes on. So I watch the trial, and I'm like, holy shit. Well, now there's a season two. I haven't seen the season two yet, but I'm going to watch it. <laughs> I'm like, but it's funny because the way it ends, like, there's a jail phone call. And he goes, what's this shit about them doing a documentary on us on Netflix? <laughs> Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So, I definitely recommend everybody to watch. I can't believe you never even heard of that. I, I think I've seen the trailer, but like I said, but I don't, I've never watched it. It's cra- It's like a movie, because you think that there's not, that stuff doesn't really exist. Like, there's someone that's just more powerful than everybody. Oh, I mean, like, clearly it does. Right, but... but you see in the movies, like, oh, that's that rich kid, so, you know, he wrecks <laughs> his truck drunk or whatever, and granddad makes it go away. And, yeah. Like, like, that doesn't really happen. I guess it does. Fuck yeah, it I does. Guess it does down in the what do they call? Probably they most call of the United States, right? Not the holler. What do they call that? Dude, you're asking the wrong guy here. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, and then I've also been <coughs> dying. Let me take a swig. He'll be all right. He he's recuperating already. <sighs> I think I swallowed a little bit of. Dry chewing tobacco. So ah, shit. Throat. I thought you were season of vet at this point. I am, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> but uh, I've been watching. Uh, so, and that kind of. So, I told you I was watching this Justified show. Yeah. And so, that just kind of reminded me of Justified. Because that's like the type of shit that happens in this show. You're All like, right. You're like, no way. All right. Back to Austin's wedding, though. Mm. Sorry. Oh, yeah, we, that's what we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We okay. got off track. Imagine that. <laughs> well, that's really the biggest hook in my giddy up that I had was that damn rainy day, but the, the wedding itself was a I lot wanna, of fun. I want to give a shout out though. It was a lot of fun. Yep. I, I thought it was a beautiful wedding mm-hmm. and I'm happy for Austin and Cayenne. Beer was, was cold. Beer was cold. I drank a lot. What? I, uh, we had a good time though. I scored five koozies. Fuck yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. I just kept grabbing them, putting them in my jacket pocket. Well, my tuxedo pocket. I mean, if you didn't, they're just going to rest in Austin's house, so. Yeah, I don't know if Shaylee scored any, because I might have some more. No. Also, you know, this is how, like, of an elderly couple that me and Shaylee are. So, when I rented the room, I got a two-bed room, <laughs> just in case. Because uh, there was talks about uh, her friend Bree potentially needing a place to stay. Yeah. So, I was like, all right, you know. Well, so we both got back to the hotel, and uh, we both kind of looked at each other, and I was like, I'll just take that bed. You just take that bed. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so we slept in separate beds. It was uh, awesome, dude. That used to be a thing back in the day. Like I think for some people, it probably still is. It probably still is. Separate bedrooms. Oh yeah, it's uh, probably a little less common now, but it used to be. A... Dude, I remember having friends whose parents did that. Yeah, my grandparents did that. It's kind of weird, but I mean, I guess I get it because Shaylee sleeps like a Vietnam War veteran. It's awful. Terrible. Yeah, she's all over the place. And she says that I am, but I think she's just saying that because I'm like... See, it's the opposite for me. I am a uh, snore, and I move, I toss around a lot. I know it. And uh, I feel it in the morning, too, when I feel like, you know, droggy as shit. And I'm like, well, that wasn't a good night's rest. Dude, I woke up today, and I've just been kind of off all day, like lethargic and tired. <laughs> I don't know why. Maybe because I knew I was supposed to clean, and I was like... <sighs> Got to drag your feet a little. Yeah, because my brother and his kids are coming down this weekend. You know, you try to make them think that you live a little bit better than you actually do. <clears throat> you know? Yeah. But, so I did. I did some cleaning. It's probably not going to be up to the standards that she would like it to be, but hey, I thought, thought I did okay. Effort. I mean, you put it in a little I bit. put in some effort. Yeah. I did do that. Yep. I got up this morning and went down to the cafe, and uh, the old men had coffee, and I had a uh, Mountain Dew, because I don't like coffee, and I don't understand why people like coffee. <laughs> smells terrible, tastes terrible, I just don't get it. I personally love coffee, but it's a, an acquired taste, I guess. I just don't understand the appeal. I really don't. Hey, well, you know, maybe when you grow up one of these days, you'll understand. 
you know, my dad never drank coffee, but then one day I saw him down at the cafe and he was having coffee. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, I like coffee now. And I'm like, oh, you didn't like it for 69 years, but you turned 70 and you like coffee all of a sudden? I'm not, like, full-blown addicted, but every now and every other morning I'll have a coffee. The girls seem like Shaylee and I think Kelsey does it, too. They get yeah, like, yeah. iced coffee. Yeah, like they're addicted. My biggest issue is that they'll go to scooters, Shaylee especially. Some reason, ever since we got out of Kansas City, she's obsessed with scooters. Uh huh. And she'll get a big ass iced coffee and drink like half of it. Uh, yeah, my wife doesn't have that problem. She'll pound that I'm shit. Like, down. Why are you getting the big one if you know you're not going to drink it all? <laughs> and just get the small one. Dude, when we were talking about Kansas City, though, I have, I was, it brought up that uh, one of the funniest fucking stories. Uh, it was a drunk night. Does it involve me? No. Oh, it okay. was <laughs> me getting kicked out of a bar. Drunk in Kansas City, kind of got stopped by the cops. Have I heard this story? I think I'm sure you had to have. Tell me it. All right. Well, so with some buddies from Kansas City, we went bar hopping, and I I knew I was drunker than shit, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like I need to get the fuck out of here. I'm drunk, and I'm around a shit ton of people. Been there. So the problem was I didn't know our buddy's address. To his uh, house. I do know what you're about to say. And yeah, so yeah. I'm kind of like on the street curb, just kind of, you know, swaying and shit. <laughs> and this cop comes up to me and he goes, can I see some ID? And I was like, yeah. So I gave him my ID. He's like, how about you sit down? And I was like, I'm good with standing. And he's like, how about you sit down? And I was like, really? No, I'm fine with standing. Then he kind of like grabs my shoulder and like slams my ass to the ground. I was like, all right, I'll sit. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so drunk though. They were like, where are you heading? And I was like, dude, I don't know my buddy's address. It's like one of the first times I had gone up there. And so I ended up, you know, kind of getting sleepy and kind of passed out a little bit. Well, what they ended up doing was giving calling an Uber. Well, the only address they had was from Kansas City back to Eureka. Yeah, on your license. It was the address. Yeah, which is two and a half hours. I mean, on a good day. On a good day. Yeah. So how I woke up in the morning was this. Big, big lady just driving me back to Eureka. And she was like, oh, you're back home, sweetheart. And I was kind of like, what the fuck is this? And she charged me $500. Yeah. That's one of my many Kansas City experiences that I've had. Dude, it was, uh, living up there was a different, I mean, it was, uh, here's the deal. I was one of those people that never wanted to leave here. Yeah. And somehow I've always found my way back here. But moving to Kansas City was a good thing for me, for sure. Uh, but, yeah, it's a different animal. Dude, it really is. I mean, like, you run into people, and you're just like, I didn't even know those people existed. It's a sketchy fucking city, too. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it was a good time. I'm glad to be back, though. Yeah. Shit. Dude, I'm glad to be back. But, yeah, wedding was fun. Speaking of wedding, so we had to go do our uh, – our walkthrough of the venue yesterday of uh-huh. our wedding, which I had a bad attitude about it. Now, you know, I'll admit it. I was an asshole yesterday. Shaylee got home. So I had a meeting yesterday for work, did that, drove to Wichita, which I hate going to Wichita, but I drove there to pick up her wedding band. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, you know, get this stuff for the, I was just like, well, screw it. I'm here. I'm going to get yeah, this might stuff well for the get podcast yeah. studio and, and everything. So, did all that, and then I got home, and I don't know why. I just got grumpy. Like, as soon as I got home, I, I really don't. I don't. There was nothing that prompted it. And she was, she's like, all right, let's go. And I was like, god damn. I just drove, you know, three hours collectively when it was all said and done. And then you had to go down to. And then I had to drive another hour and 15 minutes to Chanute. And, I, and walk, I've already seen the place. I didn't understand why I had to go. It mainly, I think, is to get an understanding understanding of where like shit you want or, like, i don't want it. Or, i don't i don't have any say in this see anyway. i'm the same i was the same way i was like why do i have to go like take your one of your bridesmaids or something like and you guys be like woohoo you know white chairs neat i don't care <laughs> i just really don't you know but we did it and you know whatever it was fine the guy that owns the place is super cool but i just and then you know obviously we're getting closer to the wedding so she's getting stressed and excited and then i'm just like i mean i'm excited obviously but i'm not like 
jumping out of my shoes like, woohoo, can't wait for November 11th. You uh-huh. know, I mean, it's it, when it when it's there, I'm sure I'll feel differently. But it's just like, okay, you know, I'm just yeah. It's I you don't have to tell me every day that we're you know 31 days away or whatever. I know. Like, yeah. You know. But so I'm just I'm excited for it, but I'm ready for it to be over because I'm just I'm also tired of everybody that has the balls to come up to me that hasn't gotten an invite to the wedding. That's <laughs> like <laughs> just like, hey man, can't wait to see it. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, when's that invite coming? And I'm like, uh, uh, you didn't get it? Oh, it must got lost in the mail. I don't know. It's yeah. weird. And then also she thinks I'm being stupid about the registry. Uh <laughs> Because I, I I have put some pretty dumb items on there. She's being practical, putting like <coughs> shit you actually need. Yeah, like Tupperware and uh, I don't know. You're out here like putting like Lego sets and yeah, shit. Yeah, I put a five hundred. <laughs> I put a five hundred and fifty dollar um, Harry Potter Lego set on the registry. Is it Hogwarts Castle? It is Hogwarts Castle. Fuck yeah! It's like the one piece I'm missing. I hope you get it. I do too. And she was like, "That's dumb." And I was like, "How do you? I mean, you never know. <laughs> you know, some of might do it. Yeah." Well, like when I was at Austin's house on Thursday, of course his items were all practical. The stuff that people bought him, he had this crazy ninja blender that I looks like it could go to space if it wanted to. <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus Christ! And I know those aren't cheap. And I'm yeah. like, When'd you get a ninja blender? Because I've never seen him blend anything. First of all, I lived with the guy. I never saw him blend anything. It's awesome. Goes, Got that in the wedding registry, and I was like, Jeez! And he's like, Yeah, check that out. And it's like a combination air fryer, skillet, uh, freaking toaster oven. I don't. It's this crazy contraption. Dude, all his sound like badass. And it's also a ninja thing. And I was like, that can't be cheap either. And he's like, oh, we're not done. Come here, check this out. It's got this Bluetooth crazy Wi-Fi meat probe that I looked it up online too. Not cheap. Someone <laughs> uh, bought him. A, he asked for a safe to keep valuables in, obviously. And someone bought him a safe. And I was like, dude, I've been doing this all wrong. Because I put, I mean, like, Shaylee put towels and, like, bed sheets. And, listen, at this point, we're 29 years old. We already have all this stuff. I'm like, I don't want any more of this. Like, but these match. Who cares? We're wiping our our faces and our butts with them. You know? (laughs) Like, I don't see the point. She she used to get mad because I would go over to her apartment, and I would shower, and I would get out of the shower, and I'd just grab the first towel I saw. She's like, that's a decorative towel. I was like, no, towels serve a purpose. They're here. They too. all dry. Yeah, you know. And she would get upset. But so I was like, look at this. So I put like a. See, we sound like such fucking idiot guys, right? Now. Well, I know. I put like a big snap-on toolbox, like a garage toolbox. It's oh, like, that, see, that's kind of practical. Yeah, though. but it's like fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah, you might not get that one. Yeah, I don't think that's coming. The Lego set, I don't think's coming. What else is really dumb that I put on? I just some stupid stuff. Books that I want. Like I put books that I want. So, like you can, if you go through the registry, you can tell what she did and what I did. Because everything that I did is for me. It stands out. Well, and it's just for me. Oh, I see. Shaylee's not gonna read Terry Crews's new autobiography. (laughs) Okay. She might. You know. I don't think so. See, Dalton, when you get uh, here's what you got to start doing. You got to frame things as like, see, this is gonna benefit us, and really, it's only for you. But you gotta frame it like it's for you. It's for both of you. I don't know how I can do that with some of the stuff that I put on there. Yeah, no, that shit's kind of hard. To like have. the Lego set, that one's that's a tough sell. Yeah, that's a tough sell, for sure. Because at one point, so oh, I I already know what your answer is going to be on this. Do you think it is pathetic or weird or not that abnormal to display trophies and awards you have won in high school? I personally don't do any of that. Yeah. But I guess if that's what you want to do, that's uh, up to you. Well, here's the thing. When we moved into our first house together, which you actually lived there. Yeah, I did. There's a really cool mantle on the fireplace. Yes. I have all these trophies. What a (laughs) great place to put them. You know what? I could tell you, I have no idea where any of my shit is. Oh, I know exactly where all mine are. (laughs) <laughs> and so I put them up on the mantle when she was at work. And then she comes home and she goes, no, we're not putting those there. Can I ask you something real quick, though? Yeah. Like, what do you think's going to happen? Like, someone's going to walk in and go, holy shit, man. You got you took first at this tournament? Like, when you were in the 
a junior in high school? That's the that's the goal. I don't think that's ever gonna happen. Or it's buddy. like, oh wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> you were all state, two thousand twelve. <laughs> like, yeah, actually, I was. Believe it or not, yeah. it's there. Yeah. Yeah, because I th- I just think sometimes people don't believe me that <laughs> I was like fucking I was a dog at baseball. <laughs> so I mean, that's all my trophies are from baseball. There, none of them are from. That's not true. I do have a this one. Maybe I shouldn't display. It's a Pop Warner uh, Championship League football trophy. I think I was in the fifth or sixth grade. Not, might as well throw it up on all the rest of your trophy collection. Lots of gold, dude. <laughs> but, uh, well, in an episode of King of the Hill, uh, he displays his senior in high school MVP football trophy. And he, that, I mean, he's got to be 40 something. By the way, King of the Hill. I've been watching a lot of it lately. <laughs> I got you on it, didn't yeah. I? Well, I've, I mean, obviously I've seen the show, but. Yeah. And some of it, some of it just, just makes me chuckle so hard. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Some of it's so dumb, but it's like, it it really is just good, good <laughs> comedy. But yeah, I don't know. I so anyway, what, I displayed all these trophies. She didn't like it. Uh huh. So then she took them down. Okay. So then I displayed <laughs> my collection of Harry Potter Lego sets, and that was up for a while. That was up for a hot minute. I fought pretty hard for that. I was like, if I keep moving these Legos around, a piece is going to fall off. I'm going to have to, you know, I have trouble with colors as it is. <laughs> so finding a rogue piece, and that stayed up for a while. Um, and, it, you know, like we've been talking, we're trying to buy a house, we're trying to do this. I'm thinking about buying a trophy case. Just to put all this shit in? Yes. I mean, probably not your worst idea. Well, and she's always like, put them in the garage. Okay, well, the only people that come into the garage are the boys that, like, coming over to play poker or watch a football game or, like, <laughs> I want everybody to see. And I, I took a stab at her because she was like, that's ridiculous, putting your trophies up in high school, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you're just pissed because you don't have any. <laughs> like, if you had one, I would gladly put it up here, but you don't. So, uh, you know. Well, here we are. <laughs> yeah, but I, I was thinking about that. So I, when I watched that episode of King of the Hill the other day, and I was like, I saw that, and I don't know, it just kind of validated how I've been feeling, and I was like, yeah, see, Hank Hill displays his, so why can't I? A fictional character. Nobody yeah. thinks it's weird uh, when an NFL player has a trophy room in his house. Because they're professional athletes. Okay. What do you mean, okay? What's the diff? What's the diff is me and you get on a football field, we're getting our asses crunched within a two-second period. I mean, put me on a softball field, dog. See what happens. <laughs> Okay. I mean, I might dislocate a knee, but I'm showing up. Right. <laughs> You're putting in effort, that's I'm, for sure. I'm definitely going to put in some effort. And I got, oh, I double booked myself, triple booked myself for some stuff coming up. So October 28th is our annual Halloween party. Yeah. Um, it's also, I agreed to play in a softball tournament in Granola. And I also agreed to play in a softball tournament in Eureka. And I also RSVP'd for the Halloween party. God damn. So I don't know how I'm going to make it all work. Well, um, we probably won't see you at the Halloween party because you're going to be obliterated by the time you get there. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't mean I won't show up. You may see me. I I just might not see you. (laughs) I didn't get to go to the Halloween party last year. I freaking love Halloween. Oh, it's a great time. It's fun dressing up. I think I almost enjoy Halloween more as an adult than I did as a... And I liked it as a kid, don't get me wrong. Yeah, adult, it's just an excuse to get everyone together and drink beer, basically. Yeah, and look ridiculous. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, and I I wish we could think of a really cool group costume. Like, you know, you, me, and the girls. (sighs) We probably could. Yeah, but the problem is, like, I've been wanting to dress up as a WWE wrestler for, like, the past five years. Dude, we could be the Beatles. (laughs) <laughs> that would be funny the problem is the, the thing with Halloween costumes is you you can't wear one that you have to explain to people you know I, like we talked for years as going as the guys from Anchorman but yeah some people are not gonna get it and it like I don't know well whatever but uh we ready to wrap this up yeah we got football to watch this All has right. been good hey uh again we're uh starting to make some strides I think I think so too um this is getting better, and we're figuring out the video stuff. So we've got an, almost an actual studio now. Pretty, I mean, yeah, it's it's getting there. It's close. 
And also, we are going to schedule an appearance on uh, the one and only show. Yeah, we are going to do that. Uh, we're going to talk about potentially having him on. Yeah. I don't know how we're going to do that. I don't – I mean, he's going to have to help us because I don't – obviously, he lives far away, and I don't know how to do the whole um, set up. Yeah, we'll have to figure thing. that out. Yeah. But, yeah, this has been fun. And uh, I don't know. Next week we'll – so this will – yeah, this will come out. Next week we'll get back together and do this. And, hey, if nobody listens, at least we got together and had a good time for an hour. Yeah. All right. Well, cheers, buddy. Cheers. Let's go watch some football. Hey, and uh, thanks, everybody. We'll see you later. Yep.